When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me. And you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to Clark and Company with Michael Clark. Saturday mornings at 8. Presented by Argonaut. On behalf of the Other Side Academy Addiction Services. All guests on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline. Okay, we're back. I'm Michael Clark. This is Clark and Company, and it's time for Broncos Blast, featuring Ian St. Clair from Mile High Report and PlayColorado.com. Follow him on Twitter, at Ian St. Clair. Uh, and you can read him, as we say, at Mile High Report, where he lambasts the offense uh, this week uh, in, in a recent piece. Uh, as well, and brought to you by uh, always this section uh, of the show by Framed Art for many, many years. Follow them on Facebook and look at them on Twitter. This week, when you look at their work, Brian Hart at Framed Art has posted a custom drawing of a uh, legendary late owner, uh, Mr. Pat Bolin, tickets and drawings of John Elway all inside there. It was done for a sweet holder at Empower Field. And the uh, artist, uh, the artist uh, who did the drawings, the renderings of Mr. Bolin or Pat Bolin and John Elway, Jay Snellgrove, from personal and sports memorabilia to museum quality fine art, Everyone goes to the award-winning Framer for All of Metro Denver. Brian Hart at Framed Art, 3065 South Broadway. And good morning, Ian. Good morning, Michael. It's uh, not exactly, uh, we didn't exactly hear that music on uh, Thursday night, but I guess anything's possible the rest of the season. Well, it is early in the season, but 
Uh, I think everyone's rightfully alarmed. I, a long-suffering New York Giants fan who's feeling a little better about his team, you know, like uh, emailed me uh, during the week and said, what, what's wrong with Broncos fans? Not everybody wins every year. I said, what's, what's, there's nothing wrong with the Broncos fans. They're booing sheer incompetence here. And let, let's go in a different direction than, uh, than your piece, which I'm reading as, as I stand here, which, which talks about the problems with the offense because they are related to the coach. Is Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, the worst coach in the NFL? Uh, what he did against Indianapolis, snatching defeat and, and even blowing a tie against a bad Indianapolis Colts team is just one more example. I, I, absolutely. I said in my winners and losers after the game, he can't hack it. And that's yeah. the case with Nathaniel Hackett. And it, the thing with coaches, and especially first-year head coaches, is they typically – they, tip, they, they typically overcorrect from stuff. So what we saw on the Monday night opener against the Seahawks when he somehow decided to go for a 64-yard field goal, he then overcorrects the other way and still does the thing that he shouldn't do, which is run the ball on fourth and goal. Now, I totally get it that, that K.J. Hamler was wide open. and He told James Palmer for NFL Network that he could have walked into the end zone if Russell Wilson sees him. But the odds are better of running the ball on fourth and goal, a fourth and one in that situation than passing it. And I just think that he he's overthinking it. He's he he's just doing everything he can to overcomplicate his job, which isn't that difficult. He's coaching football, and it's just <laughs> it is becoming clear by the day that this is not going to work. And if you you there there is an example and. It, and right now it's especially true in Philadelphia with Nick Seriani, where you can practice patience and, and you can see that you, if, you give, if you give a coach time that they'll be able to figure it out. Well, they play the Los Angeles Chargers on Monday Night Football. If they get blown out or they get embarrassed again, I don't think that you can give Nathaniel Hackett that much leeway because he's not doing anything to earn it. Well, you know, that's a great point. And that's going to be a stadium in California that's going to have at least half Bronco fans, right? Yeah. You know, traditionally, Chargers don't have a strong home crowd. So, um, yeah, and, and I, I'm one who still thinks Justin Herbert has a lot to prove to earn the hype that he gets. So, you know, so we'll see about that. But, yeah, yeah, he, it, it's just unfathomable that he doesn't do everything he can to make sure that he goes up six points against a team that, that can't score a touchdown. Indianapolis Colts did not score a touchdown the entire game. And and then he, he doesn't, he plays for the touchdown, and he's got a team that can't get a touchdown, didn't get a touchdown the entire game, is horrendous, almost historically bad in the, in the red zone in terms of putting up points, period, but especially touchdowns. I mean, I said, know who you are, remember who you are, and just win the game. And then I don't agree with everybody else who thinks he was right to go for it. I think you take the tie. You're building for the, you know, for, a, a, you know, hopefully your team's going to come around later in the season. You don't take the loss. You get the tie, which isn't as damning. Uh, I just, I think the, all the thinking is wrong on this from Hackett's point of view. Yeah. I, and the thing that I don't understand is he's brought in Jerry Rosberg. So I don't, I, Jerry Rosberg is very good at this. 
So I'd, I'd like to know what the communication was on that first fourth and goal instead of kicking the field goal to give a six-point lead. But he brought in a guy to help him with clock and game management. It is clear he needs to bring in a guy to help with play calling because I don't know what Justin Outen does. Like, I, I, I took a line from Office Space, the movie from the 90s, like, what, what would you say you do here? Because <laughs> I don't know what Justin Outen does because he's not helping as an offensive coordinator. So I threw out the harebrained idea to bring Mike Shanahan back to help with play calling. Wow. He's brought in a guy to help with clock and game management. Why not have the guy who you base this offense on to give you a hand with play calling? I don't know if Mike Shanahan would be interested. It's probably not going to happen because, you know, he's a coach and he doesn't want to give up play calling because he's so great at it through the first five games. I, I just, I, I don't know. I am, I'm at a total loss for what Hackett is doing. He clearly can't hack it. But, I mean, George Payton is going to give him the time to do it. He's going to give him the rope to hang himself, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, uh, I don't have to ask you the question I was going to ask you. Who is he better than? Is he the worst coach? Because you're kind of making the case that I agree with here. Uh, we sometimes disagree. This time I agree. All right, so some perspective on this. Before the season, I laid out the plus minuses on how this team could finish 11-6. and six. Which, which now uh, they're not demonstrating yeah. that they're that good a team to even consider this, but let's go through it. You have to split the division games, right? So that means you got to get three wins. They lost to the Raiders, but it was on the road. They just have to win out at home in the division. They can reach those three wins. They had to beat five bad teams. They beat Houston, but they lost to Seattle. All right, they have to beat the Jets and improve Jacksonville team, who probably should move to good teams, and Carolina, who, who continues to struggle. So, um, you know, they're minus one on that. Okay, 10 wins, not too bad. Split the six tough games that they have. Um, They beat San Francisco. That was impressive. But they lost and kicked away the game to Indianapolis, who probably should be on the bad teams list. Preseason, everybody had them as a division winner. They still have to go to Tennessee, go to Baltimore. Those are tough games. Uh, They get Arizona and, uh, and the Rams, the Super Bowl champion Rams at home. So overall... Um, you know, they're still alive for all that, having having gone one and one on the six tough game. So they're minus one on 11 and six. But I don't see I, I just don't see this team uh, and, and the quarterback's not helping them. I don't see this team uh, pulling pulling through to be a winning team. The only way that any of that happens is if the offense looks like it did against the Seattle Seahawks. And I, and I don't mean the team that didn't finish drives. I mean, the team that moved the ball and we still got a sense of that against the Raiders too. I mean, the Russell Wilson and the offense weren't bad against the Raiders. It was the defense that stayed at the buffet and gorged on the casino food instead of showing up to the the giant Roomba in the desert. So if there's a way for the offense and the defense to somehow mesh together and play well at the same time, which hasn't happened yet, that that could be what leads to them getting to that perhaps 10 wins, which seems like a total pipe dream right now. Yeah, well, but Russell Wilson hasn't been bad. He was bad on Thursday Night Football. That was, was what I feel his first bad game. He was terrible. If there's a way that they can finish drives, they can move the ball, 
and the defense is going to get Justin Simmons back. If they, Baron Browning should be back, and he just had an unbelievable night on Thursday Night Football. He apparently had the best performance by an edge rusher in pro football focus history with the amount of pressures and his win percentage as an edge in the history of that outlet, which wow. is incredible. Yeah. So the, the defense is there. It's yep. just a matter of can the offense, and namely Nathaniel Hackett, not lose football games? You know, we've got to run. Yeah, the coach is losing them games. No question. Play calling's not very... The, the interceptions, both of them, reminded me stylistically, and i got to run after I, I say this, but um, of, the, of the interception that Russell Wilson threw to keep Seattle from being back-to-back Super Bowl champions on the goal line against the Patriots, right down the middle, and a, a defender steps in and intercepts the pass and snatches uh, <laughs> snatches the defeat from the jaws of victory, you know. So, uh, you know, both interceptions reminded me of that uh, on the goal line. So, okay. Hey, we got to run in. We'll, uh, we'll have the Charger weekend next week when we talk. Thank you. Thanks, Michael. All right. Coming up next, we go back to NHL hockey and the Avalanche. Evan Rowell of DNVR Avalanche on whether the Avs can repeat what's their biggest and most difficult obstacle after this. You're listening to Clark and Company with Michael Clark, Saturday mornings at 8, presented by Argonaut, on behalf of the Other Side Academy Addiction Services. All guests on Clark and Company are heard on the winnersandwiners.com hotline.